This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Hello, 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 and here we are. 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio Station here every Monday, 2 till 4. And I've got my super, super guest here today with Jean, who's going to introduce herself in a moment, and Caroline. Caroline is standing there with the camera, clicking away. So we'll see. <laughs> I a picture of it on air, sorry. I know. So we'll see what actually comes out. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I must congratulate Cat Webb, our host in Birchington. Cat was recently on the television yesterday, but she didn't tell anybody. At least I knew it was going to happen, but not when. And it's you'll be able to remind me, it's the program where things are recycled um they go to the skip and then it comes up but anyway she's on facebook so if you're interested the link's there to go to the show which i watched very quickly hopping around on the um line there to see cat in all her glory and this lovely table and chairs which she has now got with her fabulous um birchington b&b now our regular listeners will know that I'm always waxing lyrical about this B&B. It is in Birchington. It is Art Deco, so 1940s. And Kat has lovingly restored it to its original um, state. So it, it is absolutely amazing. And she has um, bought this recycled table and chairs, which is also pretty wonderful. You have to have a look. It's really, really quite cool for outside. And in the centre, it's got a like an ice bucket thing set into the table so that it's perfect for really hot days like what we have had and also what they promised us is coming up in October. So congratulations, Kat. I hope you're there. She said she was going to listen in, dashing away, doing the ironing for the bed linen there. Um, so thank you for tuning in, everybody. I'm here apart from bank holidays every Monday, two to four, with the most amazing, amazing guests who have lots of information to be able to pass on to you, as well as we have a lot of fun. And of course, the other thing we've got is the podcast, because the shows are always recorded. They are going out live now to Love to Beat radio station, based here in South East London, in Penge. So that goes out on the station. They are recorded and they go into podcasts. And the other station that we go live on is the one owned by Karen Roberts, which is Mint Wave Air Radio. So we go out live on two stations. We're also podcast the week after. So not this Friday, but next Friday. This show you'll be able to um, hear and read um, on the 1230 website. You'll notice on the website, but on the navigation bar that it says podcast. That's all the W's. It's a bit of a clue there, isn't it? Podcast. Um, <laughs> that's all the W's. 1230.co.uk. And also our other website, Birds on the Blog, we've now got a podcast section there. So you can look there as well as all the other um, little apps that are on the, on the listing there. So we're everywhere. I tell you, honestly, we're a local station but internationally and worldwide available. So how about that, girls? Great. <laughs> That's not very encouraging, Caroline. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> I said it with a smile. <laughs> so a reminder that tomorrow we've got East Dulwich meeting in the Cherry Tree Pub at East Dulwich with Dana Chapman um, as the host there. So do... Make sure you book in online um, on, as I say, all the W's1230.co.uk and you'll find on the calendar a whole list of the radio shows with our guests there as, why do I say our? They're my guests, aren't they? You are wonderfully my guests. I'm really, really honoured and proud that you come, so both of you. So what other news do I need to tell you before I move on to my guests who are sitting there? Maybe nervously, I don't know. Um, well, tell you, let's let's have, let's have our guests first, and then we can have a bit of a break, and I can catch up with some more 
gossip for you and uh, news about 12.30, the Women's Cafe. So thank you, everybody, for listening in. Um, I'm going to talk to Caroline now. Caroline used to be a host for 12.30. I really shouldn't be talking to her at all because she should <laughs> still be a host for us. <laughs> How are you, Caroline? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> Despite the daggers you're giving me. <laughs> They've been clicking away a pair of them with photos. Here. Like, oh, I don't want photos. Don't want glasses on. Like glasses off. I know, I know, I know. So, yeah. So... Good. Caroline, would you like to first of all introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Yeah, so as you said, my name's Caroline and my business, um, I run a company called, um, well, it's my business, the Bamboo Wardrobe. Um, I design clothes and they're produced in Vietnam and I wholesale them mainly. Um, so that's called the Bamboo Wardrobe and then I've got a little retail sideline, I suppose, um, under the brand of Wardell's wardrobe and I sell the bamboo but not the current collection you can only get that in the shops that I provide I supply um but yeah so um discontinued styles discontinued colors um that's what I what I retail alongside other lovely things that I find so how would people find you how would they um actually I mean you've got the wholesale side where do you let people know about the wholesale side? Where do, do, I know you in the past come to um, different expi- exhibitions and things at Excel and so on. So how does that work now? Because you know you've moved on quite a lot since we really had our last catch up. I still take the collection, the bamboo wardrobe collection, to um, wholesale trade shows um, all over the country. Really, and um, there's a, a few. So it kind of works in two seasons, and the bamboo is quite high summer. I do sell it all year round, but um, it is quite high summer, so I tend to just do the uh, the summer shows on that. Um, so yeah, Birmingham, Harrogate, Solihull. The retail you can buy online. Uh, the website is wardellswardrobe.com. Um, I've got Facebook, Instagram pages, and I do um, pop up events and sort of. Um, sort of local fairs more kind of um, local markets so kind of quite small scale um, but yeah it's um, it's really popular so so how do the pop-ups work how, do, how does that I just take my rails and my clothes and advertise it and people come and buy cool yeah that's good that's really good and, and so okay so they can get things online they can get them at trade shows they can get them wherever you can retail them with your pop-up things and everything else. Um, online, can people get things online as well? Yeah, yeah everything's online, wardellswardrobe.com. Um, yeah. how, do you, how are you spelling Wardell? W-A-R-D-E-L-L-S, wardrobe. <laughs> excellent.com. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. And um, if people actually typed in your name, I'm sure a load of stuff would come up as well on the Google search. Quite possibly. I've not Googled myself for a while. but um, yeah, It's a Google funny thing, that, isn't it? It's it? the weirdest thing. Let's yeah. Google me. Yeah, just to see who else I share a name with as well sometimes. That's interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? No, it is interesting, actually, isn't it? It's, it's a perfect. And it's very frustrating if you're actually finding, looking to find some particular person. Um, and their photo is perhaps not that clear. Sort of, oh, no. is it, is oh, it, it's not them. Yes. I must admit, I've my my um, profile picture on my Facebook is my Barbie me. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's far more glamorous. So <laughs> so not that it matters hugely with all the way that your business works but whereabouts are you based i actually work um out of the engine house in Erith, so i rent some office space there and um, because i don't have a shop front because i am sort of office based wholesale um, it works perfectly and it's a serviced office as well so i don't have to be there all the time to to receive deliveries or to send stuff out we've got a little reception desk so uh yeah, it's great. I love it. Been there t- two years now. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. That would that would be the two years when we lost you. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Do you, do you think it's, it's worth not, it? It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay, give me a break for a sec. I'm going to go on to our next guest, Jean. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell my listeners something about you? Yes, of course. Um, my name is Jean, and I'm specialising in organising people's finances. So, in case you want to know better about your pension, you're asking yourself questions about your savings, thinking about being tax efficient in the way you run the business. So, you can come to me. And uh, my practice is called DMNMG Wealth Management, and I'm a social partner of St. James Place. And I think that the aim of that practice is to take care of everyone because pandemic just showed me something is that we need to be taken care of. And we call it financial well being because actually, microphones whizzing all over the Part of us feeding well in any way possible, including our finances. So I just had like a, some kind of epiphany during the pandemic because I was doing my job regularly and I just realized that actually helping others is good. It's actually your profession. So one of being life planner, you know, wealth, you know, manager, something of the sort. Mm. We have used society, human sides. Mm. So I just, you know, pivoted in the industry. And this is me now. Excellent. It's exciting. It's scary and exciting, isn't it? Both, actually. <laughs> yeah. Spot on. That's why it's so exciting and challenging, but in a good way. You see what I mean? I can feel the energy, the vibes. I've met a lot of people, including Jackie. You know, I can't stop. I just want to see more of the possibilities that this profession brings to me. Because at the end of the day, it's a people's business. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And listeners, I'm really thrilled to tell you that uh, Jean is going to be sharing some top tips with us later on. But she will do come back on a fairly regular basis, sort of about every six weeks or so, um, to update us with what's going on financially and the advantages that uh, she can share her hot tips with us. So do listen in. Well, listen in every week. Please, otherwise I should get, oh, my guests and I will get lonely. Um, <laughs> so thank you for that, Jean. We'll come back to you in a moment. Just a reminder that this show goes out 2 to 4 on Love to Beat radio station based here in Penge. And do stay tuned in after me because we've got the lovely Aussie Osmond with his indie rock music. So that's Aussie after me. And I usually get a little message for him, but I haven't from him, but I haven't had one yet, so I must be doing all right at the moment. <laughs> so um, I'm going to do a, a, a few shout outs now for us uh, for 12:30. Um, if I can get my sheets in the right order, just as my prods now. Um, to um, make sure that you have a look at the at the website, which, as I've said before, is all the W's, 1230.co.uk. And a reminder about that, uh, the handyman who can build your kitchen, refurbish your kitchen, your bathroom or whatever, or just put a shelf up if you want. That's John Parker, and he's on 07956 19243. JP Property Care, so do um, give him a call if you've got something that you really need doing indoor, in your home or even in your office. He's very good, I have to tell you. He's a, an attention to detail beyond my comprehension. Um, and I also have to tell you, I suppose, that he's my son. So... <laughs> so I have seen his business grow over the years and I do know how particular he is about detail so you know that your work will be very very good and and should you not be i've never known anybody complain about him um he's you've got me to, to answer to as well <laughs> so that's him um east Dulwich, 12 30 women's company in the cherry tree pub tomorrow with data so do have a listening uh, don't have a listening do come along to that make sure that you're booked in and we have groups that meet online so we have our tv our virtual which is the second wednesday of every month we've got bromley bexling sig cup thanet that i mentioned before birchington with cat orpington um 
And we've got some amazing hosts. We've got Kat that I mentioned to you before. Peggy, who is the host for Bromley. Dana is East Dulwich. And Tina Brown is Bexley and Sidcup. Um, and Severina Todorova is Orpington. I covered everybody. Hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll shout at me. And then the virtual one is is me with whoever, obviously, in the host who is available who can actually come online. And that's just an hour that you have online and to be able to share and talk to everybody. And obviously, those opportunities at the meetings are about making connections perhaps doing a bit of brainstorming that you need doing, something you've stuck with your business. And, of course, we always go to places with great lunches, good food. You may have noticed also that we've moved our Action Day Expo to the 15th of November. So do make sure that that is in your diary. It will be in Bromley and we will have um, wonderful speakers for you as far as uh, learning and obviously connections with all the people that are there. Um, well, actually, I missed one. 16th of October. Menopause Day is on the 18th of October, but the Monday tools on the 16th. So I've got our wonderful menopause gang, our hot stuff, who will be there. We're devoting the entire program, the entire show, to menopause and all things associated for that. So if there's something there that you need some help with, do give me a call or send me a text. I'm on WhatsApp. Um, you can type in my name, Jackie Groundsell, and I come up on all the socials. But I'm always very happy to talk to anyone who needs any help, make connections for you. And obviously, if you want any shout-outs, if you've got an event coming up, I think you've got something, haven't you, Caroline? You've got something coming up. Tell us about that in a moment. Um, so you can, you can always give me a call send me an email, whatever way you like to communicate, and let me know. And I'd love to do a shout-out for you. And if it's your birthday, shout-out for that, or shout-out for your company, or any events that you've got coming up. So, 12.30 TWC, Business Beat Radio, Mondays 2 till 4 p.m. UK time. Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes for and from business women on all the socials www.1230.co.uk at love to beat radio welcome back into the studio what's what's the hot topic at the moment Jean, in terms of finance what, what's people's concerns well is the, um, <clears throat> the cost of living crisis of course with the rising price of everything you can get in the supermarket Mm. People are worried about mm. it because mm. it's unexpected for a lot of people. Mm. You can go to all the great brands we used to go. I won't, you know, name a name today, but we've got you? Wilco's. There was a big Wilco's here in Penge. Um, what's Monday? I think Saturday it closed. Gone. Yes, yes. gone. It's part of the landscape as well. A lot of high street businesses are closing for you know a lot of reasons. We had you know post pandemic. The war in Ukraine, prices going up. Well, it's the anniversary. It's the anniversary of the Liz Trust debacle as well, isn't it? Today. Oh it really? Helped. Yeah. Oh really? On, on the news on the way in that they will. Um. Yeah, it's a, a year on, and a lot of business just haven't recovered from what she did. From what happened? Yeah. Mm. Do you want to remind us all of what actually? Oh, well, she just. Um, Mucked about with interest rates, didn't she? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so unfinancially. Come on, Jean, go for it. I think is the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you'll probably be able to explain it better. But I just know that it, it affected a lot of my wholesale customers. Oh really? Yeah, because it had a knock-on effect. So mm-hmm. if if people on the high street haven't got the money to buy the clothes, then the people who buy the clothes, um, the people who who sell the clothes in their shop are not going to buy them from me no so um it's a knock-on effect effect. and it did it kind of did cause some real um unsettlement massive unsettlement Mm. i think most of my my customers are okay now um but uh yeah i i I certainly felt the knock-on effect of it but yeah as for what she actually did i'm so sorry i can't explain i'll have to hand over to the expert Go, Jean, go. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is that you have to move beyond, you know, the sales politics and just see what happened in terms of factual events. People, some pensioners were shocked, 
indeed some people lost some money mortgage rates are up so people felt the pain so. do you know sorry just interrupting you there every time you talk about mortgage rates up, going up and everything my husband and i sit there saying we can remember when we paid I mean, our mortgage rate went up to 17 percent yeah. And you just have to tighten your belts up, which is hard because there's so much more out there now, isn't there? Or, or it's going, but there's so much more there. What's an average mortgage rate at the moment, Jean? Do you know? It really depends on, you know, the length of what you have. But if you go based on the current Bank of England rate, which is close to 5.25%, for some people in a month, you could have seen an increase of, 200 to 300 pounds. It's a lot, isn't it? Pay, yes. So it's quite mm. something. Mm. It's quite something. It's a huge... It's a lot of money to find, isn't it? Yeah. Extra. Exactly. Extra. Yeah. Extra. And when, as you say, um, Caroline, with things changing out there in the marketplace in terms of customers being lost for all sorts of reasons, um, it's hard. It's hard trying to find that extra dosh. It is, yeah. Yeah. People have to review the budget and this is where, you know, sometimes if you're not ready, if you haven't planned, you have to recalculate everything on the spot mm. and this is unsettling. Mm. It is because I think also, particularly where there's children involved, because children's needs are um, growing in many ways. I mean, my, my um, one of my grandsons, he's going to um, Amsterdam towards the end of this month for a week for a school trip well that's all extra money he can't be left out he, he has to be there for one because it's obviously it's with the school and it's educational as well as fun he's the things he's going to do um but he has to have pocket money and and he's got a single mum you know, so there's, there's an awful lot of stuff out there. And then that's, she's just got that one child at the moment that she's looking after. Uh, her other children are older, so that's slightly different. But families have more than one children. Some some do, don't they? That, that almost highlights another separate issue of how um, education, you know, there's less money in, in education now to subsidise yeah. like that. So it's kind of like whatever whatever way you look at it, we're kind of being hit from from all sides, whether it be, mm. you know, we've got to pay more for our gas and electric, we've got to pay more for our mortgage, we've got to pay more for our petrol, mm. um, and then we've got to pay more for our food. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, you've then got to find money for trips and... and uniforms? Uni yeah, uniforms, and, and added extras. And I'm not luxuries, but just extras, aren't mm. they? That, mm. you know, that might you might deem it as being a, a luxury, but actually... The, the value that comes with those extras, like the trip, mm. um, it, it, they're more, you know, they're like even holidays, you know, holidays are, are valuable. The experiences that, that they get from seeing different cultures and different, um, yeah. different environments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's very doom and gloom, isn't it? Well, <laughs> we're having fun in the radio station, aren't we? So, you know, I mean, it, it, it's not. It, it, yes, there is a lot out there, but there are like Jean, other people who can help. Jean, I know you've got some real hot tips for us. Is the one that you can quickly run by us? Yes, as you mentioned earlier, there's a pressure of the essential expenditures we usually have. And it means that in terms of surplus income, it's getting smaller and smaller every day. So I think that what we have to consider now is when we have this little extra, if anything is left after spending for all the essentials and non-essentials, is... Is it possible for us to think efficiently? Like, is it possible for us to manage what we have left in a tax-efficient way so that we can reap off the benefits of understanding how allowance is available and the government support can put us in a good place? Because if you put away something now, in the future you'll be better. Mm -hmm. So is this way of planning down the line that sometimes helps? And also reviewing, you know, what's really essential in the structure of our expenses. Reviewing, just knowing, what do I really need? Mm. 
I think reviewing is actually really useful. We were, we're all so busy at the moment. Well, not at the moment, but life is very busy. Um, it used to be people would say that you notice that the police were getting younger because you're getting older. But actually, I think the fact that the digital world is there and it's exciting, yes, a lot of it, um, but it enables us to do things in a more efficient way, but also in a very quick way. It enables us to, if you're scheduling, for example, I mean, I'm always scheduling stuff, and crikey, it's Christmas already. Um, and, and and we are, it, it is very hard to sort of say, right, I'm going to take that time and review, but it reaps loads, doesn't it, in, in that way. Planning. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as in, in, in anything, isn't it? What's that saying? You've, fail to plan you plan to fail is that it something like that but yeah in like you say planning your social media or planning your finances planning your menus for the week yeah good point i'll do that do you yeah oh gosh i hope my husband is listening i can tell you we've got chips and egg tonight have you do you know i love chips and egg i think we've got pasta tomorrow right very exciting (laughs) um oh no i haven't i also have well, I'm going out tomorrow night, so it'll be uh, something on the on the on the hob that everyone can just. Oh, the boys. Are your boys still at home with you? They're men now. Yeah. Yeah, 18 years and 20 years. Gosh. Old. So, um, 18 year old just started university. Wow. And the 20 year old's just gone back for his. Well, he's about to go back next weekend for his third and final year. Really so, yeah. Wow. What topics are they? Uh, the youngest one is studying film mm. um, production at Ravensbourne. Mm. And the oldest one is studying electronic engineering at Warwick. Oh, right. Very good. So, so um, <laughs> Ravensbourne, is that the one with the O2? Yes, it is. Yeah, it used to be. Um, Shortlands, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I, I actually looked around it for an art foundation course when I was yeah. 18, but um, my portfolio just wasn't strong enough. Oh, I can't so believe I that. I started working in body shop instead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah. That was that. I think that was the end of my education. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that for one minute. I could, do you know what? You're going to hate me for saying this. The thing that springs to mind as far as your art's concerned is you making a notice up that said, um, Jean, I don't think you'll know Annabelle Kay, but a lot of our connections know Annabelle, who does GDPR, etc. Um, and um, she was on, uh, did we have a Skype call? It was Skype, yes, Skype. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Zoom it lockdown, not... wasn't it? Yeah, it was oh, it might have been Zoom, Zoom then. It was, it was a Zoom show yeah. meeting. Yeah. Oh, remember, yeah, it was. We were all having a chat and everything, and Caroline held up this notice saying, Annabelle for Prime Minister. Yeah, no, absolutely. Caroline, you were saying in your where you have your office, there's other offices there as well. So um, I'm assuming you might, knowing you, you might talk to other people there. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> it's quite a nice community there, actually. It is. And also, I know your history of how your business started, but I'm sure our listeners will be fascinated to find out more about how you started and, and, and your growth um, development in that respect. So I think um, there's an awful lot more that we've got to talk about and Jean with her hot tips as well. And and Caroline, you might have some hot business tips as well that you've experienced over the years. So, yeah, have a little think and let's see what's going on. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. We're going to pick on Caroline now because I know Caroline's <laughs> story as much as she would ever share with us and Jean there's a whole new world out there and I'm going to find more out about Jean I'm sure Jean's fun well I think that's the thing it's, everybody's different we're all different aren't we so I mean Caroline I know your business story is really interesting how you started what what, what sort of galvanised you into doing what you do now um, well, it, none of it was planned, despite the fact earlier I was saying how important it is to plan. <laughs> this just kind of happened. Um, and I won't go too far back because I do tend to waffle slightly. So I like you waffling. Carry on. We could we could go back to 1994. Yeah, go on then. Really? Yeah, why not? Why not? 
Okay, I'll try and keep it brief, I promise. Um, so this show would be nothing if I didn't have people who talk to me. And I'm not. <laughs> You've got an hour. Okay, should be just all right. Excellent. Should be all right. I'll apologise now, Jean. Shut me up when you need to. When you need to. So, uh, right, okay. 1994, my mum um, went on a volunteer placement to um, Peru. And wow. she went, her, her mission or her assignment was to work with a cooperative of machine knitters and it was to teach them some quality control and to give them some um, more kind of Western designs that would, would appeal to, to the Western market. Right. So um, <clears throat> she then um, managed to get back there every year for about, at least once a year for about 10 years. So when she left this workshop... Um, on that first assignment, she actually trained a girl up to carry on carry on doing the work that quality control and the um, and so she became um, the kind of the not, not necessarily an agent, but she became the contact and she would manage all the production um, of of the the um, the knitting. Um, and then on knitting, like, where did mom, the knitting came in? I was I was back in, back in 1994. Yeah, no. I went to work with a cooperative of machine knitters in Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this yeah. is so so yeah, so that she had various um trips back and on one of the trips she met a guy who was actually an alpaca breeder here. Mm. Um and um so she then started to import some knitwear to sell at these um county shows where he would show the animals and she would sell the knitwear and it worked really well and um around that time she i in 2002 so we're moving on a bit so this is eight years in the, in the making she um did that solely started a business doing this because it was a bit of a tester at first then she started a business doing it and around that time i was pregnant with my eldest and um, who we know is currently at university because I just told you that. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I went to work for her, um, which meant, amazingly, I didn't have to get a proper job. Um, she was able to pay me a little bit, which meant that I could spend some time um, with the baby. And how, so, how, 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 sorry to interrupt you here, but how was it actually working for your bum? Because relationships... Are different aren't they um you, you know i mean i hear people say oh my son my son is my best friend now as a parent i, I can't comprehend that one so you're in a relationship where your mum's your boss as well as your mum how did that work it she never felt like my boss right um but it was very flexible it was very but i, I think then that what worked was i did what i needed to do um and without you obviously worked well together didn't yeah, you you we, had a sort of I mean, in sync we you know I, I know what you mean about when when parents and children say oh you're my best friend and like there isn't to me there is a, a line where you should be parents and children you shouldn't be mates but mm. you can still be friends you can mm. you know obviously my mum is very you know but I tell her most things you can happen in a family business yeah you can have the spouse or the life partner involved yeah, so. I mean, I was hoping I could work with my husband, but I can work with my mum. <laughs> um, because now, um, like, you know, fast forward, obviously we've we skipped a load, but now she works for me in a similar capacity. Like I kind of like subsidise her, not subsidise her pension, supplement her pension. Um, and she sort of works for me. And again, it's just, it's casual. It's kind of, it's not like, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And there's been, there's never been an appraisal. There's never been a kind of, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of, we just... Just, it just we're works. On the same page, it works. That's what it is. We're yeah. Kind of on the same page, but also very different. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you still travel abroad? Because I know there was a period of time when um, the countries that you work with had the most horrendous weather and they weren't able to, they had floods, didn't they? And yeah. they weren't able to. Actually, it's rainy season now. Is it? Up rainy season now, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if I quickly go back to that story, so that's, that's how the business started. And I started working with mum, mm. and then now. Um, we had a little break because um, the alpaca business just didn't it didn't work we lost a really big client um, the cost of the, the actual um, fiber went up 
um, and it just didn't become feasible. So we had a little break where we did, this is when we started the pop-ups, right. bought stock in. After I'd done all the trade shows with the alpaca, so we bought stock and I just started doing parties and, and pop-ups. And and then um, I was merrily doing that and building that and, and loving that, you know, I got I was like sole buyer. <laughs> Not that glamorous. Um, and then mum and dad were on holiday in Vietnam and mum came across um, a, a shop selling these really lovely clothes and she popped in and said, um, we do you wholesale, which they did, do you wholesale to the UK? And I said, no, not yet. And she said, would you work with us? And they said, yeah. And then obviously after um, working with Peru for so many years, just the importance of um, the environment that it's made in, um, was really important you know is really important to us perfectly um, yeah so um she said you know where's it made he said oh, it's made just down the road can we see it yeah of course so the next day they picked her up put her on the back of a moped and took her to the workshop it's <laughs> so, <where laughs> yeah. so visual this isn't it it's really visual i've got the pictures i've yeah. got the pictures and everything so um so that's kind of where that started she brought some some um samples back tried it on my retail customers and they loved it. And then um, because I'm still trying to run a family as well, um, wholesale, you know, a shop comes with commitments. A mm. shop comes with like a 24-7 commitment. You know, you've got to be open at least six days a week. Mm. Um, and I just couldn't do that. So um, I thought, you know, this is this has got to be, uh, see if we can we can wholesale it. So we did some some maths and, um, and then last minute, literally, she brought the samples back in the May, I think, and then on the August we did our first trade show, and that was twenty seventeen. That is so quick, isn't it? Yeah, so quick. So, um, yeah, but the the Vietnamese are just amazing to work with, so efficient, so talented. Um, but yeah, where it's made, they are about to approach rainy season, so it's not a good time to go. Uh. <laughs> not that part, <laughs> but. Um, I was just reflecting on your story. It's a very good one for all the other business owners listening to you because it's about, you know, having flexibility, knowing when to pivot, going global, committing to what you want to do, making things real, seeing them happening. Do, do you, I know you said the rain. I sit down like I'm a businesswoman and I'm not. I'm just... You are, Carol. You are phenomenal. But, it, but it's not... It doesn't feel like that. I just sort of... Do it. You're a doer. You're a doer. That's what you cannot have a business without being a doer, and you're definitely a doer. Do you? I know you said it's coming. I know you said it's coming up for the rainy season, but do you still travel and go over? Yes. Yeah, so once a year, we'll go over and um, we visit the workshop, so we can vouch for the working conditions. I mean, we've always said we're kind of like fair trade before it became fashionable. Obviously, back mm. in the Peru days. Mm. Um, so, but now it is. Yeah, it's really important to us that, that when we go, all the girls. You know, the the um, seamstresses are all really happy to see us, um, and and I can, it's a really happy place for them to work. Um, yeah, they always. I just I place. just thought, do they have Wi-Fi over there? Yes. Why why don't we keep why don't we keep in mind when you're going over next? Yeah. And let's do from there as well. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. yeah I've, I've um set up office in the hotel. Everyone takes the mickey. They're going, oh, you call this work? Yeah, I do. I've got my laptop out. I might have a glass of wine. I might be sitting in the sun, but I'm working. Carol, without a glass, <laughs> Carol, I'm without a glass of wine. It's just, it, it's not life. Work doesn't have to be boring. No. It's too short for that. Yeah. I think Caroline did a lot of things before it was time for that. Even being flexible in a way of working is interesting to understand how you were working, the dynamics between you and your mom. Yeah. It's quite interesting because it allowed you to take care of the kids and having this career yeah. you had. I do need mum is amazing mum is amazing and and obviously so obviously her support I mean I wouldn't be here without her but I also need to give a massive recognition to my husband because you know that's really when when we come down to the financials he's got a job that he gets paid every month do you know what I mean whereas obviously it it enabled me to take a lower salary and to to build you know to build up and um, and I think talking about pandemic 
and that was one of the one of the things that really kind of helped us as well because he's a teacher so he he was able to carry on working um and at the time I was working from home so I didn't have the overheads I, I'm I laughing. laughing because we had many a zoom call and my little desk used to be at the bottom of the stairs so every so often you'd have like the dog flying past or kids boys. pants yeah I know it was hilarious <laughs> normal zoom situation for a lot of people at the exactly. time oh gosh it was yeah no, it was and you sort of think don't they know that Caroline's having a Zoom call here? This is a very important meeting. And they just, they didn't even wave at us. You know, just give us a wave. <laughs> In the end, I got one of those room dividers and put yeah. it behind me, didn't I? It didn't work, though, because they it came in front of me. They followed me once. <laughs> That's so funny. That's well, so funny. Keep it real. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? Look what you've achieved and look how you've managed. And other, uh, you know, all, all um, fair um, clout to you, but I mean, look how you and others have managed during that period of time, which was exceptionally difficult uh, for so many people working from home because. I don't know about your situation. Well, I mean, I do know about your situation, but I was thinking in, in, in many ways, but some people's accommodation, what they'd got, didn't even enable them to have a desk at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, yeah, so... people were, you know, sort of working on the bed. Or, yeah. You know, we, we were really lucky there. We all had a, a desk. Kitchen space. table sometimes. Yeah. What about you, Jean? Were, were you employed at that time? Or what, yes. what did you have your business? Yes, I was. Mm. For... Part of it, I was pregnant and working from home in my on my kitchen table. Yeah. So it was quite interesting. But um, I think that what Caroline is just teaching us now is the resilience about mm. business managers, women in business, because even your you know take on being eco sustainable, making sure that the employees back there in Vietnam or in Peru are taken care of is interesting because it was even before people were conscious of those priorities. Some a lot of what Mum and I, our decisions are probably not made with a business head. They're made with a gut feeling, and and you know you kind of if something doesn't feel right, we're kind of very skeptical, and quite often that doesn't happen. It doesn't go ahead. But yeah, yeah. And I must say that the um because I had the wholesale company, um the wholesale business going before the pandemic. I mean, obviously it was a bit of a pickle when everybody's orders turned up in February and then all the shops shut in March and everyone said, oh, I don't want my order now. Um, I remember that time yeah. for you, for you, and I remember. Shortly after, as we came out of the pandemic, um, so, so as a result, I was left with a bit of stock. Um, as we came out of the pandemic, I started um, working with a sales agent who's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I probably don't tell him enough, to be honest, but um, yeah. We'll be putting it in writing now. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. Jamie's been pretty, pretty good, actually. Very good. Um, but we were able, and, and as we kind of opened up and closed back down, because we were up and down all over the place, weren't we? Um, he mm. was pulling in orders still, which meant that we, um, Vietnam was pretty much shut down for properly for two years. Um, so we were able to send orders out and keep work going for them, which in an area that relies heavily on hospitality there wasn't yeah there wasn't any other work and when we went back for the first time since the pandemic last may so 18 months ago mm. um it was it was literally um although they'd opened the borders we were being um an international tourist we were in the minority mm. massively so we could really see like the effect it had had on the, you know, not many of the big resort hotels were not open. A lot of the big yeah. sort of commercial restaurants were not open. I mean, there was enough, and 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 we were there for working, so I didn't mind. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like it was a, it was you know a, a disaster. We were there to work. And Where we did, did you stay? We stayed in a smaller hotel, mm. which was lovely, and then, mm. which we didn't know, which we went back to this May. Mm. So we tend to go sort of in the springtime, and what we do is design the next collection, mm. but it also gives, and then we come back with the design. So a whole year? A whole year, yeah. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, so this, what we designed in That's May. That's quite big, isn't it, a whole year, yeah. I would imagine. So what we designed in May, we photographed, we've taken all those orders now, mm. so um Production will begin on that soon, and then we will deliver those February, March, February, March next year. Excellent. That's your your secret then, planning in advance. 
making sure that you maintain business continuity, whatever the circumstances, because you did well during pandemic. And so far, so great to see that you're prospering. I, I just I find not to overthink things too much, just go with what, you know, because we did have a plan to kind of move the designing forward, but it's just it just didn't work. You know, sort of move it. So really, it's a quiet time now for us. We should be designing now. But I, I, it, there's something. I mean, I'm busy organising this event. That oh, a minute. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's um, I, I don't know. But we do plan. I do plan loosely. But sometimes you need to be flexible, don't you? Because you can't. You know, if you go right, it's got to happen on this day, and if it doesn't happen, everything else falls apart. No, I think so you have to kind of. My background's IT training. One of the words that is firmly in my vocabulary from those very early days is flexibility. Mm. Flexibility. Yeah. Yes, there's also another common word in your domain, which is agile. Learning when you have to change course, but you keep the strategic goal in mind. So we're just adapting to the circumstances, mm. trying to reach as much as possible to your initial vision, mm. and you make the means and the resources you have at your disposal to get there. So sometimes it seems like you're completely changing, but you're just adjusting. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. And we're, and we're back. We're back. And we've been chatting. That's a surprise, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> we are... <laughs> why are you... We took a break and we didn't. We just carried on. I know. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny, isn't it? Um, but um, uh, Jean's been writing furiously over there while Caroline was talking. And I think she's going to be writing a book or she's actually going to give us some hot tips now. Jean, go for it, please. Yes, it was interesting to listen to you, Caroline, because you're actually coming from a family business. And uh, I just noted down that uh, because you were able to pivot at the right moment and find the right suppliers, you were able to maintain continuity of your business, even during difficult times. So it says a lot about your way you manage your company, your way you see forwards, and also how you're handling your cash. And these are the qualities good business owners showcase on a long-term basis. And also the fact that at some point, you relied on your husband because he had some kind of regular income. Yes. So send him out. Crap yes. whip. Yes, so, so this is the kind of environment people need to be aware of because when you set up properly the right way, you can face unexpected. Mm. And this is what we try to do with business owners, trying to understand how is the business set up, where are your cash flows, and at some point, when some people think about it, if the business is your pension, how do you value it? How do you make sure you get exits the way you want and uh, for somebody like you at this stage in the cycle of being a businesswoman, it's probably some of the questions you have. Mm. Yeah, I must admit, I kind of, um, I t I, despite the fact that we do plan, I don't plan too far ahead. Um, but I do have an idea that I would like to get the business to a, to a place where I can invest for the future. Currently, honestly, I I'm not doing that at the moment. But I would like to be able to... Um, yeah, invest for the future, whether it be a pension or a property or um, Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think also the fact that your sons are um, moving on in their lives as well, aren't they? And and, and the growth that they've got in terms of uh, education and their and their careers. Um, is something that obviously you're very much you've always been very much involved with your boys and what they've been doing um, and you, what were those kart things that you used to oh, do? Oh they used to race go-karts. Oh yeah. Yeah it was for um, a schools championship so they're both they're too old now they had to retire oh. um, yeah but you can race um, and I'll just give can I give that a shout it's um is this in, yeah do because you've got another event as well I want you to. But just talking about the karting it's, a, it's mm. um, a championship called NATSCA so it's National Schools Karting Association mm. and it's all over the country different so it used to be schools school teams mm -hmm. as we were saying about earlier with the school um yeah, education funding cuts and the extracurricular um funding is not there anymore mm. um so there are a lot of clubs that are um 
associated with the school rather than being a school club. Um, but yeah, so it, it's low budget, grassroots karting, um, and it's a really great way to kind of get into it, test it. You know, if you're in, if you if you feel a good drive, you've got ambition, it's a good place to start. Um, but it's also really good for. Um, it's just been really good for kids of all abilities and it's like when you're on that track it doesn't matter if you've got a learning disability mm. it doesn't you know it doesn't matter what your background is and um, you're equal mm. you know mm. and that's and that's it's just been brilliant and I'm, I'm a little bit sad that we're not a part of that anymore I mean I could go back and volunteer but you know what my calendar's like there's yeah. a gap I yeah. Think yeah. Yeah. so um yeah no, but it's really good and that's and I didn't intend to talk about that why not but it is no really absolutely I, I remember I remember um seeing the photos of you all and, and how involved you were with that but um you said it's all over the country so we're in southeast London we're in we're in Penge here where would be the nearest in this area the nearest club was the one that we belonged to which was Bexley mm. Park Club um, we don't actually have a base um mm. but um you can belong to that. There's also a couple of clubs in a couple of few clubs in Stevenage. There's one in Tartley. There's one I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Edmonton. Would you say they're all over? But I was all, just yeah. trying to think of what, what might be the nearest here. Yeah, we did race all over, but mm. because um, one of our members actually doesn't live in Bexley at all, lives um, sort of almost west country, and I can't remember off the top of my head where he lives. But um, but he still be a part of our of our club. I'm so, talking like I'm still there. I haven't been there. <laughs> so while while you have the while you have the floor, yeah, yeah, no. Don't, don't ever apologise. <laughs> don't ever apologise for chatting on this show. This is what it's all about. It's all about information and uh, chat. So, Caroline, you've got an event that you're organising at the moment. I have. Um, so I'm going to do a fashion show. <laughs> and um, on the catwalk, loose term is going to be um, all the bamboo clothing and all the collections that I offer. Um, my models are not professional. I've got a diverse um, group of people, all ages, um, from 18, uh, 16 to, I want to say 80, but I'm not sure if, if she's 80 yet, but um, late 70s. It's not me. <laughs> 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 um, and I have got um, uh, a couple of drag queens um, modelling for me as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, great so, fun. Um, it's, it's an inclusive Where's that going to be? It's actually at the engine house where right. I rent um, a studio. And uh-huh. um, there's an atrium in the middle, which is mm. um, kind of all the studios are off. So we're going to turn that into a kind of a catwalk. A catwalk there. Oh, there's going to be um, sort of casual seating, um, little drinks reception. So anyone who buys a ticket gets a little glass of prosecco or non-alcoholic prosecco on arrival. There's going to be a bar. Um, We've got an MC for that. And it, I'm going to do it. Right. Just, yeah, I was going to do it. And then um, there's a little shopping area as well. So lots of local brands that are um, promoting their businesses. Or and when's that going to be? Friday. This uh, Friday? No, Friday the oh. 13th of October. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And where do people get tickets from? My website, wardellswardrobe.com. Or oh, there are links on um, Instagram, Facebook, and they are just £5. Wow. Oh, and the most and important thing yes. is Native Mind. Ah. So it's Mental Health Awareness Month, October, mm-hmm. and I believe Mental Health Awareness Day is earlier that week. So, yeah, it's all in Native Mind. Excellent. Oh, well done. Is it something you've done before, Caroline? Is this a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a first. Yeah, no, we've done a couple of them, um, not quite on this scale, mm. um, but we did do a couple of um, fashion shows before lockdown. Mm. Um, at Coles in Bexley Heath, where, again, I just roping all my friends and family and play some music they prance around and everybody has a lovely evening that's, that's the, aim of the, the aim of the game really mm-hmm. sounds fabulous it does it does it sounds fantastic so don't forget that's the 13th of october look at caroline's website and get your tickets thank you so um jean you've got an event that you would um like to share with us Yes, indeed, because uh, right now my practice is partnering with a charity. Mm-hmm. The charity is called Mama Academy. And um, this charity was created by a fantastic lady called Adi Eldridge because she just realized that losing a baby is something really disheartening. 
and she wanted the lady in this tragedy to have somewhere to go to get support. Mm-hmm. And at some point as well, they realized that actually having the second chance after the tragedy is something we have to promote. So they call it a rainbow baby and they celebrate that and they provide support and mental health support. Mm-hmm. And in the lead up to the Baby Loss Awareness Week, which will be mid-October, they are doing a campaign called Carry the Names. And actually we invite the family that the families that want to remember somebody that passed away, a baby, mm-hmm. to carry the names on a wall or on a t-shirt as uh-huh. a remembrance. Mm-hmm. So the way me I'm joining in in the charity initiative is that because they're providing mental health support, physical support because they're working with pit wives on a daily basis to make sure that safety is around all those beautiful ladies expecting. Mm-hmm. So they just figure out that actually having another layer of financial like preparedness could be helpful for some of the parents. So in that capacity, I'm doing a, a seminar for parents, like a coffee shop, half an hour. They come along and we discussed about what does it mean to raise kids in the UK today in the climate of cost of living crisis? And if we put the horizon to more than five years, ten years, what's your plan? Where to look? How can you set something up, actually, to have this peace of mind that actually, as a parent, I'm planning the right way? Mm. So they come up, they validate some ideas or I'm raising awareness about new avenues. And after that, you know, if we want to move forward, we do. But the idea is really to raise awareness about, you know, some issues. That's it. Oh, I was just nearly drowning myself there. My straw didn't work very well. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. No, no, that's fine. So I was about to say that you are living bright. Uh, the little seminar is called, you know, Ready for What Really Matters. So for people who want to have a go, have a look, we welcome any parents, in or not the situation I've described previously, because it's something inclusive, is open mm. to everyone. Mm. So uh, people will find out that, about that on your website? or Not on my website. They can go to Even Bright and they try to find an event called Ready for What Really Matters. And they will see a series of seminars. It's usually each Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Are they online? Yes, online. Because we want everyone to be able to join Access, in. yeah. Wherever you are, come along. And we can discuss about anything for half an hour or 40 minutes max. Yeah, yeah. So people will, people need to search for that um, in Eventbrite. Um, yeah. But you haven't got a link on your website. No, I haven't done it yet, and I was keen to have advocates, so people who are keen to be supporters of the initiatives, right. I can share my link with you guys, just to spread the words. Mm-hmm. If there are any parents that feel that maybe I can come along, just to check, just in case, why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. It's open-door policy. Yeah, uh, and it's, it, it's very, times are very strange, aren't they? I mean, I know... It's, spoke about things being very quick earlier on and things moving on but I think there's an awful lot of stuff out there that is really challenging for new parents particularly I think um, and, and as you say cost of living has been one um, but I'm sure there's other dynamo people like Caroline who uh, um, would would um, well your story is going to be shared on the podcast anyway isn't it so you've got that information there but um, it's uh, so you say, uh, Jane, would you like to repeat it's weekly online? Did you yes, say? Yes, exactly. So it's weekly on Wednesdays, mm. start at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we open the conversation with question around how do you think it will cost you to raise a kid in the UK in 2023? Mm. And we try to move down the line until the kid reaches 10, 15, 18. And then people ask themselves, okay, I did that before, am I ready? And we just check, we learn from each other, and we raise awareness of what is possible. And just to give you a couple of examples, recently parents had the possibility to send the little one to nursery mm-hmm. and to claim back 30 hours or 15 hours. This is a game changer because for people in business, women in business, having the ability to have the little one somewhere while you're working is the flexibility Caroline was talking about before even it was trendy. Mm. So 
<laughs> this is the type of you know things we talk about because the landscape is changing. Yes. Regulation is following, and as options are coming up the table, people need to know what to do with that. Mm. How to use it efficiently? Mm. What do you do with that? Yeah, because nursery fees, like so much else, is uh, they're going up, aren't they? Um, they've got to pay their uh, um, qualified attendants more money. Premises are costing more. It it just all mounts up, doesn't it? So in the broader scheme of things, I think that when people think about how they plan their finances, they have to have a holistic approach mm. because money is one thing, of course, but if you have responsibilities, if you have partners, you have children, you have to have this idea of continuity or transferring wealth efficiently or keeping or growing it. And all those elements can be taken care of if you think in that way. Broadly. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Still chatting, folks. <laughs> They're still chatting. Honestly, there is. I tell you, you come on my show, nobody relaxes. Well, you do, I hope, and I hope you've had a great time. Um, but it's um, this chat, you know, and when we talk about having a break, no, it's all happening behind the scenes of what we're talking about and everything else. And, and Jean is furiously making notes over there. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, as well, it's absorbing things from other people and experiences, isn't it? Um, Caroline's experiences and it's not, I mean, somebody I was talking to the other day was saying that she had anticipated that she'd work towards a business that she could sell. Um, and I don't know whether it's because her business is very successful that she's having a rethink. Well, she works with her husband. Um, and she said, no, we've decided now that this is a lifestyle business. We're not looking to sell it. It's a lifestyle business and we're enjoying it and we'll be able to grow and develop and to share that expertise that they've learned along the way with other people. And I think that that is absolutely awesome. I mean, Caroline, not only have you shared with our listeners, but you've shared with Jean, which is another load of experience for her to be able to work with. Um, I want you guys to remind our listeners of the uh, uh, things, events that you're particularly working with at the moment and that you want people to remember. So, Caroline, do you want to go with yours first, your event that you're organising? It's a fashion show in aid of mind on Friday the 13th of October. It's at the Engine House in Erith. Um, easy parking, there's going to be a bar and, uh, and a catwalk show. And, um, yeah, I'm going to host the event. So if you're not sick of my voice yet, come and hear it. And can people actually buy at the time? Because oh, yeah. that's not always possible at fashion oh, yeah, yeah. shows, is um, it? I'm probably, uh, yeah, definitely. There will, there will definitely be some collections to buy. Some might have to, like, if it's, I might sneak the uh, the, the, co- the collection of summer, spring, summer 24 collection on the <gasps> You've okay. heard it here first. Don't tell my customers. Don't tell my customers that buy from main shops. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, don't, but, no, you do. You heard that. Yeah. Don't don't tell anybody. Do not tell yeah, anybody. Unique on some of the new designs, but they will be available to order because I haven't obviously got any stock of them. And what other things? I know that occasionally you said that you you know you sell things that you like. They look You think, oh, 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 I'll buy those in and sell them. What have you, what other things have you got at the moment? Oh, I buy clothes that I would wear. So I I've got and I'm I'm a great one for comfort. So, um, yeah, I, I just have quite. I don't want to say I have success, that makes me sound like I might be good, but um, no, I do, people tend to like the, the clothes and, and accessories that I buy, so it's just I think oh, there's something on my bio that says my wardrobe is all about comfort and style and quality, and that's reflected on the clothes that I buy in and the clothes that I design, absolutely, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, and remind me, that's on the 13th of October, Friday the 13th. Yeah, <gasps> Friday the 13th! Woo-hoo, it's going to be I've a renamed, huge success. I've renamed it Feel Good Friday. Yeah, nothing cool. to be scared of. No, absolutely not. Thank you for that. Jean, um, and what are you working with at the moment, particularly yes, in working, that direction? I'm working with the Charity Mama Academy, and we have, like, a regular talk, like, coffee chats with parents, half an hour, 40 minutes, there's questions about how to be financially prepared when you are raising kids, you could be young, you could be grown-ups, you know, kids, and you're just asking yourself, 
if you're doing the right stuff and if there's potentially avenues you haven't explored if you want to you know know more efficient ways of understanding a situation and what are the challenges and the opportunities because the landscape is changing regulation is moving daily mm. so it's good just to review where you are so mm. you can find us on even bright the seminar is called ready for what really matters and it's each wednesday at 10 so if you have half an hour 40 minutes max to spare come with us open door policy is it free of course it's free because the idea is to raise awareness about opportunities Jean is also a 12.30 member and her most uh, regular group is the Bromley group which meets on the third Wednesday of every month so if um, if you want to get in touch with Jean obviously you can get in touch with her on the website if you'd like to meet her over a delicious lunch with 12.30 have a look at the calendar which is all the W's 1230.co.uk and track down the calendar, look down there, have a look what's going on with Bromley, uh, where we are, etc. So, um, ladies, I want to thank you so much for being here today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've had great fun <laughs> with you both being here, as well as all the information um, that you've had to share. So, what we're going to do is... is, is <laughs> yeah, <thanks for> <laughs> oh, good, okay. <laughs> Okay, oh, can I come back? Yeah, please. I hope I was just gonna say I hope I know Jean's gonna come back and I hope you will as well, Caroline. So um and we must start planning. Planning, you know that word planning, yeah, planning. for With a little pay. <laughs> With a little pay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the right side of tea. Let's what sort of program yeah, do you yeah. think this is? <laughs> do we conveniently do have some results? There's a, listen, there's a super guy called Graham Legault who helps people to prepare for giving a talk, giving talks and public speaking. You should have introduced him before today. No, really no. He's been here. Funny. He sat where you sat. Um, and he's got a book, and I can't for the life of me remember what it's called, but it's in one of our special Bonanza picks for the event on the 15th of um, November. But he's <laughs> when he was here in the studio... We would, his, I don't know, his book's called something like All the P's or something, you know, letter P. Um, and when we were off air, we were talking about the fact that when um, Ed asks me if I would do this show, he said, I don't mind what you do as long as it's clean. So I sort of had that conversation with, I sort of had that conversation with Graham. And he said, well, he said, I've got to pay for you then, and that's porn. And I said, so you did and then we were live on air then. So I said, I got live on air talking about porn, and I've been told I've got to stay clean. <laughs> so, yeah, no, see, he's got this fabulous book, and it's it's really um, nicely, uh, the graphics in it are great, and the, and the information in there is really great. And he's very kindly given me two signed copies of this book for our uh, special Bonanza picks. Uh, at that event so again thank you both so much for for being here i look forward to you coming again we've been live on air with love to beat radio and also mint um wave mint wave air um the podcast and the recordings will be live on the uh 12.30 website and Birds on the Blog Birds on the Blog website. Not this coming Friday, but the following Friday. So do have a look there. If there's anything that you want to remind yourself for uh, about or, or just listen if you weren't able to catch everything at all today. And I will see you all again, same time, same place. Don't forget, East Dulwich tomorrow, book online and have a safe time. And thank you all again, listeners. Bye for now. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio.